another episode of Playing Dress Up, the podcast where we truly unravel how people get into the content and talk about how they continue to navigate it. And oh boy, with our next few guests, we are truly going places. And by that, I mean our next few guests are giving us insight into the con scene overall. They might not be regular cosplayers, but they do participate in it. And as always, our next guest is truly a goddamn treat. A man of many voices and truly many talents. I met him through Miss Sorairo Days herself and found out they went to college together. Animator by day, capoeirista by night. And that means someone who does capoeira. The man who truly loves to have a good time and can always be seen killing it in the dance circles at MAGFest. You might have seen him in his Scyther cosplay that is so lovingly well done and not even known it was him. <laughs> or you can be shocked when he wears a crab costume like I was and couldn't help but be overcome by pure sheer joy. <laughs> it's Zach! <laughs> oh my god, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, everybody? <laughs> It's so, my first podcast. Everybody be nice to me in the comments, please. <laughs> I was like, I'm very surprised that this is your first one, considering I was like, you are so talented. <laughs> I'm just like, not being brought on for anything else. And then here you are. I was like, let's talk about the concert. Hell yeah. No, dude, thank you so much. I'm like, this This is a nice This is a nice way to jump into the pool. That podcast pool is with my, my buddy Joe's podcast. Hell yes. Let's do it. Dude, I love you. You mentioned the capoeira thing. I was like, oh my God, what's he going to say? I'm so nervous. This is wonderful. It's true. And I think I'm always like more impressed about like the capoeira side because it's like I always hear about people doing it, but I never see anyone actually do it. Like you hear right? like it's like it's like something that like just is in the mist and you're just like, hmm, do people actually do this or like? No, the only people you like you ask people or people have asked about it and they're like capoeira is that that shit eddie gordo does and i'm like yep that's it it's either that or like only the strong like people only know two references though thus far and now you get the bob's burgers episode oh my I'm god ah oh, uh, <laughs> fucking ponytail <laughs> thing in brazil it's great it's i great. forgot about the bob's burger <laughs> episode oh my god it's the best episode. It's the first one I watched of that shit, and I was like, yes. That, yes. <laughs> that is probably my favorite fucking Bob's Burger episode, because it's so wild. They were just like, Yo, let's just jam up the Brazilian. And I oh my was God. like, go for it. Like, go for comedic gold. It was it was it was a it was a scene. <laughs> so having him speak just fully Spanish words, <laughs> nothing in Portuguese. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> Made me really upset, but also I laughed my ass off. It was funny as hell. My God. I was like, when did this episode come out? And it came out in 2011, so it's aged wonderfully. Like, oh, my God. It really has. Holy shit. 2011. Jesus Christ. 2011. Like, it, it is like, it, God, I miss Bob's Burgers as somebody who's cosplayed, like, Linda. <laughs> like, like, that. Wait, true. you did what? You didn't How know this? <laughs> this oh my god linda linda yeah i it was like my it was like i forgot what number cosplay it was it was like in my early years and i it was like during the whole like new york comic con i was like i hate new york comic con Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna go but the entire cast of bob's burgers was gonna be there and i was like i have to go and show up and so it was me and my friend (laughs) marshall 
they both love Bob's Burgers. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, I'm still a baby cosplayer. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and at the time, they were, like, they were training to be, like, um, a hairstylist, like, in all aspects. So I was like, oh, my God, you can work with wigs. And they're like, no, <laughs> plastic fibers, human hair, two different mediums. I was like, no, 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 shut up. You're more talented than me. So we're going <laughs> to need this. You, oh, I need you because if I do it and my crummy little hands are going to touch it, it's going to be bad. And so I I paid them to do a Linda wig. It was I got it, and I was like, this is the best thing ever. And then fully like wore the entire outfit to uh, New York Comic Con, and everybody's like losing their shit. And so immediately we we are like roaming, and I think people who are coordinating the panel see us, and they're like, oh my god, you you look like Linda. You have to meet John Roberts who's the voice uh, actor for Linda. And I was uh, like, May? And then like, <laughs> immediately everybody is oh like, all right, have a good time. Like, we all lose our shit. And so they like expedite us to the front. And then like, he makes eye contact with me and he loses his shit. He's like, shut the fuck up. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> because, because, normal as yeah because it's like i think the, the way that i did like linda it wasn't very drag so it was like me with like a little bit of spackle makeup and it's like cause mm -hmm. that's linda it's like it's a mom i wasn't gonna go ham so yeah it's, so it's like very funny it's just regular me with just like what would i use like sock titties and like how good it is I oh my god I need to I need to I need to find photos of this. You need to send me photos. I will of actually this. send it to you right now because I was that would looking be great. for it. I feel like my mother would appreciate that. We she loves Bob's Burgers. It's it's a whole scene. <laughs> oh god, yeah. It was like I was obsessed for quite a period of time with Bob's Burgers. I don't even know. As you should be. Is... Oh <laughs> yeah. My god. Oh my lord. This is grade a joe you're always you're always on top of this oh my god <laughs> it's so good that face screams all right all right oh my god that's beautiful we were truly in the moment like going through it the cast is so sweet and they're really they're like super passionate about it and i just love that like half of bob's burgers can be just ad lib sometimes and they're just like whatever it's so beautiful it's so wonderfully done it's like every every time you watch an episode you can really like, you rewatch it and you hear another joke that you missed because you were pissing your pants the first time like oh it's great <laughs> it's so great oh my god i love how like everybody on the show is pretty much a male voice actor except for like Kristen shawl oh my god uh louise that's it right <laughs> Christian Shaw as Christian Shaw. Like, it's just yep. like, like yep. as young Christian Shaw. <laughs> did you have bunny ears when you were a kid? You probably did. I was like, the, her character, like, Louise, is just like, I was like, she, I love how she doesn't have to change her voice. She's just like, I'm just thinking. Oh, oh my God. I like, you know how you meet those people in your life that have just a very unique voice? Yeah. And you're like, you need to do something with that. Mm -hmm. Like, I know people who have like that squeaky kind of register. Mm -hmm. I mean, but Kristen Schaal, hers, her voice is like unlike any others. She doesn't need to do anything. She's just, she just is. It's beautiful. It's so good. And it's like, it's so iconic. I was like, the, the fact that like, 
I feel like her voices across the board are literally like just that. Like it is the same character, just in a different like art form. And it's just like you do Louis Belcher, you do like Babel Pines and Gravity Falls, but it's like it's the same range. Same one. But what comes out of their mouth is wildly different. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Mabel and Luis in the same room. There's a crossover I want to see. I would pay good money to watch Christian Shaw yell at Christian Shaw. <laughs> oh my god. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That is too fucking funny. <laughs> it really is. But that's why I was like, you're a man of just like many unique voices yourself. And I'm just like, Zach, when is it going to happen? I've been, oh my god. I've been looking at, um, there's like a voiceover dot com it's probably called like voices.com and i want to like make a profile but it's again it's this is something we were just talking about which is like as more people say you got to do this you got to do this you got to do this like i can't i can't fight it anymore <laughs> i gotta do it i gotta make like tiktok content and do funny voices oh i will i'm gonna do it that's my it's my word. I'm putting it out there. I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, and I think like the best way that like I've learned about life is like if you want to do something, you just have to do it. And like we like we said, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. But like even like with this podcast, I'm like some episodes are like oh like the audio is like wild for me. But I was like if I don't do it, if I don't post it, I'm never gonna learn. So exactly. So, so you just gotta do it like one step at a time, like even baby steps, because it's just like boy trying to find motivation to do anything sometimes is crazy hard. <laughs> Yeah, holy shit. Like, usually my, because perf- I think we're all perfectionists at yeah. heart. Like, I, I rarely meet somebody who's like, oh, no, I don't care about the little details. Like, they're probably lying. Like, you're a big liar if <laughs> you say that. Wholesale. Um, so for me, it's like, you know, wanting to do something, and but wanting to do it perfectly to start with. Right. Is always, that's always the blockage. And whether it's subconscious or conscious, it's like, it keeps me from taking that first jump. Like that was something for like, even just getting into the con scene. Cause I got into the con scene back in like, good Lord, that was back in college. Hell yeah. Um, back with baby Zach. Um, and the first convention I went to was Toracon Cause I went to oh. Rochester Institute of Technology. <laughs> yeah. Good old Arati. <laughs> Right. And they have a convention that's like on campus and it was nice. It was a cute little thing. It was like my first introduction to it. Mm-hmm. And like, I could have, my first cosplay ever was Rock Lee mm-hmm. from Naruto because hell yeah, Rock Lee, fucking Bruce Lee reincarnate, like spoke to me. All he does is scream dynamic entry and kick everybody's butt and not do any ninjutsu. It's the best. It's the greatest. It's hard work. And I'm like, yo, I could totally do this cosplay. And then like the pants didn't come in for the first year. And I was like, fuck, and just didn't do it until the next year. <laughs> little, little perfectionist Zach Leo. I had to have the whole outfit first. Oh, Couldn't yeah. just dive right in. But we could do. Oh, honestly. Yeah. I was like, even, yeah, I'm keeping thinking back to like my first few cosplays. Like I'd be like, I want to do this, and it's just like the world could tell me, "Is like Joe, you don't have the talents to do this," <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, but I want to. I'm the perfectionist, and they're like, <laughs> "Dude, you're not gonna do it." And so like I would do it. I'd be like, look wildly sloppy, but oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Let's uh revisit this in the future. <laughs> I don't think I did that, <laughs> and so like. <laughs> Time and time and again, I feel I feel myself like going back to like um, certain costumes, looking to revisit it. But then also half the time is like, 
oh what i put in the world is whatever i already put out into the world i'm not looking to redo it i'm just gonna learn mm -hmm. from my past mistakes um and like it's all like a learning process because it's like especially with like crafting or anything you do practice makes perfect like i i always feel that some people yes they'll have like an innate ability for certain things mm -hmm. um but half the time like practicing what you preach and like just doing it is 70 percent of the battle yeah yeah that's you know what it's it's keeping keeping people in your corner that yeah. like can motivate you like that's what i love doing i think because group cosplay was pretty much what got me into you know because my friends and i were all watching naruto at the time so we're all like yo let's do a naruto group and i think that was the first time that uh, that was the first that was the first time i cosplayed but it was also the first push to actually do it because right. it wasn't just me working on it right like i actually had other people who were you know oh when's it gonna be done we got i got my stuff already i got you know someone so and so has already got their stuff ready like mm -hmm. let's hit the fucking con floor let's do it and i'm like okay i'm finishing my give me a second i'm making the leg warmers <laughs> Yeah, no, like, I, I, I always find it funny that, like, one commonality between, like, a lot of people is that, like, the group aspect of cosplay has, like, brought them into the scene. Because, like, even for me, mm -hmm. like, that's how I started. Like, I was just like, oh, like, I love anime, I love blah, 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 blah. And then my one friend looked <laughs> at me that, like, I met in, like, my last few years of high school, and they were like, why don't you just come to a con? I go every year. And I was just like, oh, cool. I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, we started up, like, a whole, like, Pokemon Gajinka group. And, like, we oh were, my like, God. talking about it. And let me tell you, I didn't look anything like a Pokemon Gajinka. But in my head, <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing. Hell <laughs> so, yeah. So, Hell yes. Like, and so it's, I was just like, God, like, who told me spray painting Converse's purple was smart? And, like, all this stupid shit that you learned <laughs> down the line. Like, how to actually oh, do. God. Cause let me tell you, those converses were so crunchy. Like I couldn't <laughs> walk comfortably. <laughs> oh my god! It was oh my god. so bad, but <laughs> it was so good. Cause I was like, at that point, I was like, oh, now I'm in this scene. Like I want to do this better. Um, and so like time and time again, like I show up and here I am, pretty much a whole decade later, still doing this, and I'm just like, how? <laughs> how? All the things I've learned. That gave. Oh my god. That's that. Just that little story. Get, like gave me flashbacks from the first time I dressed up like Scyther. Yeah. Ooh boy. Ooh boy. It was it was at Otakon. And oh. Otakon, oh my for, god. For those who don't know, Otakon is in Baltimore during like what August? August. Like yeah. Fucking months of the year, and it was so hot that people were just passing out. <laughs> just yep. passing out. Like, you see somebody wearing a full, like, cloak, like, looking like they're Akatsuki or some shit, and they passed out, done. Like, they couldn't handle it. Oh, yeah. And me, that was, like, one of the main big, like, big first conventions that I ever went to. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, where better to debut Scyther than at fucking Otakon? And it's hot as balls, and I didn't realize it. And most of my cosplay was made out of paper and tape. Like, <laughs> what was I thinking? I don't know. But I, I learned real quick. <laughs> my friend, Laura, God bless that woman. What a friend. <laughs> Holy shit, what a friend. We were, she was my Pokemon trainer. And we were walking around. And I had to just literally stop 
like every 10 feet take all my shit off and i had like the mask i had like the arms the fucking scythes i had the everything was just layers and layers of like little clothing and pads and shit and she would just run to the bathroom grab a shit ton of paper towels come back hand them to me with the most disgusted look on her face like i can't believe we're friends and i'd just be like shoving them in my pits and wiping my face down i'm like such a disgusting human all for the cosplay why did i make this out of tape what's wrong with you zach <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a scene it was a scene that was woo. Oh, yeah. needless to say i fucking learned from that experience made that shit out of like the scyther 2.0 was not perfect but still like at least made out of like fabric instead of fucking tape thank <laughs> god i was like i was like i still use tape in my builds but like i feel like over mm. the years like now it's just like everybody's like a uh, contact cement like super glue if you can make it a super glue <laughs> just, just put it together it doesn't fucking matter and then like on top of that it's like hot glue which is like the one thing <laughs> every crafter like abuses oh god like, oh god i will hot glue things to myself and i'm like i don't care i'll pay the price later and like, <laughs> my body will suffer now and it looks great <laughs> but like i'm always i'm always impressed with otakon because it's like it's always like especially the old location it was like right by the harbor mm -hmm. it was always like wildly humid and you yeah. would always see furries and i'm just like are you guys thriving <laughs> are you guys okay <laughs> I just, Do you guys have fans in your actual costumes? I like, what do you still think? need to know, guys? Hello, audience. <laughs> if you know, <laughs> if, you're if you're out there, furries, if you're out there, please DM <laughs> me on my IG. I need to know. Sleepless nights. Sleep I can't. I can't not know that information. Please. How do you all survive in a hundred degree plus weather in a full fursuit? Are you dedicated to the cause? Are you sweating it out? Or oh do you God. have built-in fans? I want to know. My audience wants to know. Zach wants to know. <laughs> I need to know. Please, if you're going to be about that animal anthropomorphic life, you better be panting like a dog in the heat like that shit. Otherwise, there's got to be some sort of fan operated. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Honestly. And, like, if that if that exists, please tell me so I can survive New York City summers and not look like I'm sweating 24-7 because oh, yes. I look disgusting. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, you know, we, we both we're both like city uh -huh. city peeps. Like, holy shit, the fucking summer's here. Ass. I hate them. <laughs> but I love them, but I hate them. I'm just like, everybody's here. Life is outside. It smells like garbage everywhere, but <laughs> I love this <laughs> every so dry. I just like I don't know I don't know what it is about like it's just like the sun comes down it beams and then it like radiates between the sidewalk and the building and then uh, all of a sudden there's trash out like that's been uh, out for three hours and so uh, like, let's just warm this up to a nice just like just like a nice oil diffuser but it's just a garbage diffuser and oh, everything yeah. smells the same it, every every five feet it's like oh what's that nice smell oh wait there's garbage oh it's gone like immediately just nice mm, ooh, good food oh god dead fish like ugh. bad bad <laughs> it, it literally doesn't get any better and that's why i tell everybody just come visit new york in like spring or fall and then after you that mm, you can skip summer <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it you, you don't, don't need it. you don't need it i have to live here so <laughs> I'll survive somehow. But I, I think the other the other fun part is like every like no matter what, like I'm always just impressed by Furry's dedications because it's like no matter the season, they'll figure out something. And it's not just mm -hmm. the fursuit because they're also like usually wearing clothes on top of it. 
and I'm just like yeah. for their like personas, and I'm just like, y'all, y'all really out here <laughs> doing the most. Like I can't even say shit as like a cosplayer because I'm like the dedication, the cause. Seriously, I feel like I feel like dressing up <laughs> like Scyther was the closest thing mm-hmm. I have ever gotten and ever will get to being a furry because, like, you know, you got the, I had a full mask yeah. like that had over the top of my head. And then I had like a little extra mini mask to the bottom right. of it for the jaw. Cause you would, you saw me like I would walk around and fucking shout as Scyther and my mouth would like move up and down. Which is but so I used, cool. I, it was one of my crowning achievements in life. Yeah. But like even just, I couldn't stand like having a mask and having those big giant unblinking mascot eyes yeah. on them. <laughs> like I need to like contort or what, what's the word contour the mask to yeah. my skull so that i can at least keep my eyes like my human eyes looking around like that was part of the you know the the mask or whatever a part of the look right. and it, it it pulled it off i think most of the time i got people going like whoa holy shit as opposed to like get away from me yeah because I, I like the way that you did the scyther mask was so cool because i was a like, did you use a base of like a Halloween like costume like a dinosaur like helmet? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Are you serious? Nope. Yeah, I. So how I started that whole like jaw moving trend? Yeah. Is when I was in college, we had this one class that was like, um, I was an illustration major, so that's also how I knew Sororio days because Sororio days was in graphic design and the the core curriculum courses kind of overlap, but then they split at at their appropriate times. So when she was learning, you know, typography and and all the things that have to, you know, spacing out things, kerning and and et cetera, et cetera. um, I was, you know, doing narrative illustration and, you know, cutting things out of paper and shit. I don't know. She might have done that too. I don't remember. But, <laughs> oh no! She'll tell me later. <laughs> um, she'll tell you when she's on the cosplay. When she's on the, the cosplay podcast, she'll yeah. do it. <laughs> where are your days? Where are you at? Everyone in the comments, get her in. The, get her on the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's gonna kill. She will kill both of them. <laughs> she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna murder both of you. <laughs> It's great. So like one of the courses I had was like a, you know, cut paper, 3D, um, like paper crafting thing, whatever. One of the projects we had to do was make a mask. So I wanted to make like a monkey king mask that had like a movie jaw. So I can like run into the classroom and pretend I'm a little monkey and hop around. Right. Fuck it. Why not? Right. That's like go balls to the wall. Why not? Right. So I found like one of those uh, plastic, like the Jabberwockies masks in like Michael's or something. And I just cut the bottom jaw out and then attached like the bottom jaw with like either paper or rubber bands or something to like where the ears were. So that way it like the bottom of it kind of just nestles on my chin or right under my chin. So when I open my mouth, it would like open. So when I decided finally to make the jump to be like i want to dress up like a fucking scyther i've been doing all these human characters i want to dress up like a dinosaur with blades for arms and run around screaming at people at a convention that's, <laughs> that's, that's my dream ever since i was a child i was like i want to grow up to be a dinosaur and now i'm going to be a dinosaur damn it <laughs> 
so real. So I did similar methods. I like got the mask so it at least fit vaguely to my face. Right. I cut the bottom jaw out. And then with like paper and I think like paper clay, that was like the the solidifying agent that I put on the, the top of it. Yeah. But like I built like the structure of the top of the mask Mm -hmm. and then i built the structure of like the lower jaw and i'd be like you know putting it on making sure it fits opening my mouth make sure it like closes and opens properly and then don't take it back off and making the adjustments so it wasn't i was thinking like maybe i should do maybe i should use like a halloween mask but like all the ones that i knew of were you know rubber they're not solid so it was the good thing about having you know like a solid plastic mask and then using like cardboard and hardened paper for like the structure of it it was really fun like the whole crafting experience of making that cosplay was it was like a wild one and like i'm like a mad scientist putting everything together and being like what am i gonna use for the wings oh my god i want to use i'm gonna cut out brown paper bag not paper bags plastic bags and then like fucking double-sided tape them to each other so it looks like the ribbing going through the like little bug wings and sh- it was right it's wild it's wild <laughs> so much fun stuff to it but it's like every time i see it no matter what i am like holy shit zach's doing it <laughs> like <laughs> it's so so good because it literally like when you see it in real life it's like oh shit there is like a human-sized <laughs> scyther and i'm pretty sure scyther is human-sized and you're just like you, yep. to, you have to do a double take because you're just like excuse me like somebody's yeah, doing this <laughs> what it it was it was Again, it's like a dream, like a dream come true of just being, it's talking about cosplay, like you got the costume part of it, mm-hmm. but like the actual playing aspect of it, like you're being the character yeah. or, you know, for me, it was <laughs> just running around being a dinosaur. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Scyther <laughs> screams in the show as it is, That's it. <laughs> scream at me, Scyther, and I turn around and go, like scream back like a dinosaur and they go holy shit what this is a real creature right now yeah it's so good like i was like i want everybody just like find zach's like site or somewhere online and like you will understand why every time i'm in awe because bless because it's it's literally like it's not like, because most people, like, nowadays expect, like, if you're going to cosplay a Pokemon, you're cosplaying, like, a Gajinka or, like, mm-hmm. some human, like, version of it, whether it's, like, a fashion version or, like, yeah. it has aspects of it. But you were just, like, no screaming insect dinosaur, we're doing it, and yep. we're doing it big. <laughs> <laughs> the one, oh the only. God. I literally don't think anybody else that I've ever seen. But, like, I've, I've seen some cooler builds of, like, Digimon cosplayers. Like, somebody did um, yeah. Kabuterimon, and I literally was, like... Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who did, uh, or who does, like almost like consecutively, dresses up like Snorlax every year. The oh really big yes. guy, or the the big Snorlax. I don't know if he's big. I never even seen what he looks like. Yeah, I've he's never seen the person guy. inside the Snorlax costume. I know he's all. always just he's just waddling around, just being Snorlax. It's great. I bumped into him as Scyther and like just shrieked at him and then ran off. <laughs> it was <laughs> magical. Oh my god! I was like, I'm actually looking at this right now. So this, so the dude who does um, the Snorlax cosplay, his that he goes by Black Meadow Studio, 
and like mm. he actually has like a whole like how he makes it and like oh my god i never even saw this before i was like wow i just saw this for the first time that's wild <laughs> and, and so it's really cool and um he's like a chill dude he's but like I'd he imagine breaks it. it down because i'm like that thing like you have to like shimmy around like you have no mobility in it whatsoever absolutely no mobility like good lord i, I, <laughs> I thought i thought walking around to scyther was a fucking struggle walking around like Starlax, that big thing oh, nah God, no and I, I think like my favorite part is that like he made he purposely made that Snor Snorlax like so comfy looking because it's like covered in fur and you're like oh you just a big pillow I just want to just I want to nestle in there I just want to everyone hang wants out. to hug him everyone wants to hug him it's it's the ultimate the ultimate glomping cosplay stop it really <laughs> just run up and jump on him oh, <laughs> I don't condone that don't run no. up and jump on Snorlax no folks. we have left glomping alone in the past like we are not bringing that back that stays in the era pre-2010 i don't want yes, that please. back like, thank god yes like that <laughs> let it die let let it please die don't you can bring everything else back in this world i don't care you can bring back like caramel dancing you can bring the entire like lucky star opening dance yes! we could do all of that don't you dare bring back glomping or yaoi battles no no, no <laughs> that is the no. last thing i need <laughs> you imagine like i'm just like who taught us back in the day that it was okay to just like run like run tackle hug people and you're jumping in the air so you you have to just trust the other person exactly and no that's not not okay not okay i think that was before you know all the i think that was not before any like socially capable people were at conventions i think it was before there was like those rules it was like the wild west where you just saw your character and you freaked out oh and yeah just ran up to them like they're real but they're not they're just people dressed up as the character like calm down oh yeah <laughs> and i'm like thank but, god we've gotten better at that <laughs> as like oh convention scene has grown in popularity because I was like, oh, especially the era of Yowie paddles. That is such a cursed era. <laughs> I think I think that skipped me. I've heard I've heard of them. You were better off. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Just like I I can I can imagine it's just like people with fucking wooden paddles just smacking people on the butt. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And okay, I pretty much hit the nail on the head then. It was perfectly that like. <laughs> It, it, it was pretty much like a wooden paddle and i forget if they also had these paddles at like frat houses or not i don't know i didn't go to frat houses i only watch it through like Me american neither. tv <laughs> so i don't <laughs> know actually what happened um so it was pretty much like a wooden paddle it had yaoi written on both sides oh god and, and like i for i forget how like it all goes about like i think you ask to be smacked by it or not who knows i don't care I'm really i first... hope you ask consent is sexy come on it's it's a fucking nightmare and so i remember the first time i saw it and i was like absolutely not and i just turned around and i walked the other way i was like i want nothing to do with this this looks insane oh my god it does it it is it is insane like yeah I remember, oh my god, I don't know why this reminded me, because, well, no, I know exactly what it reminded me, because it's spanking related. Um, this, is a, this is a kid's podcast, family-friendly, uh, just kidding, it's not. So, no. when I was in Vegas, <laughs> when I was in Vegas for a friend's wedding, 
they have those like have you been to vegas before joe absolutely it is a okay, nightmare God. it is like the twilight zone of the United absolutely States. it's like it's like it's like 12 uh Times Square just like stacked mm -hmm. all the way through that one, especially the the street that had like old Vegas. I think it, that's the street or whatever. Yeah, old like Vegas a is giant wild. like screen on the top, and they have all these like little like circles where street performers will be, and they'll have like you no know, scantily clad women Absolutely. with paddles and shit. So we pass by one while we're walking down, just like you know, dicking around, mm -hmm. and there's one woman with a paddle is like you know. I'll spank you or whatever for the lulls. And I'm like, ah. when in Vegas. So I went over and gave her like a five and I'm like, this is for the, this is for the photo moment. Everyone take a picture. And then she spanked me with like the paddle thing she had. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, this is funny. And then she did it again harder. And I'm like, all right, you need to calm down. I gave you a five, not a 10. Like, <laughs> so I got that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so thank, thankfully i know i know what i don't like so good thing i skipped that fucking yaoi paddle era oh my god it, it was like early in the scene and i i think like as i got into the scene it was being phased out but i was like oh my god thank god because shout out to the internet where everything's like just an anthology it was like it was created in 2002 2003 and i was just like oh god. no <laughs> it should have never <laughs> it should have started and it should have ended at the same breath yep <laughs> someone should have said Hey, this is a great idea. Actually, you know what? Just kidding. Just kidding. I changed my mind. All right, everybody, let's stop this. Let's keep going. Let's work on glomping now. Isn't that right, folks? Now I'm wondering if glomping came before the yaoi paddle. I don't know. It might have. I'm uh, who knows? Who knows, Jesus? Urban Dictionary, tell me. Tell me time frames. <laughs> oh, it was about the same time. Okay. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> we just love to be physically aggressive towards people <laughs> like in 2002 2003 <laughs> gotta let a lot of the frustration out you know all these all these uh closeted cosplay and anime fans all jumping out together in a convention hall something something wild is gonna happen something wild is gonna happen oh fully and, and it always yeah. does always such an interesting place conventions good lord i love them so much oh absolutely <laughs> This is so weird. Sorry. I was like, I was looking up because <laughs> I found a, a website that said the origin story. Oh, God. And so I like it already. So it turns out it was a trope in comics and animation before it ever hit like the anime scene. And hmm. so, for example, in the 1980 to 90s strip like Calvin and Hobbes, Hobbes often gloms Calvin when he returns from school, which makes sense. Okay. But the term was first recorded in 1993 by Viz Media. And they used glomp for the sound of a high-energy tackle hug in their translation of, of an installment of Ronma half or one half. I forget how people say it. I say wow. Ronma one half because it looks weird. But that's so <laughs> wild. So it was. I didn't know that. I'm just like the internet's great. It teaches me everything. The more you know. <laughs> and so it's so the reason why I blew up because it was used as a sound effect, and then people related that sound effect to the action and they started doing that in person and then it was a nightmare <laughs> oh my god that is fucking nuts that's wild but you know this is a great place to take a break so you know what we'll be back <laughs>
and we're back. I hope you all truly enjoyed that definition of glomping because that was a journey we all had together. <laughs> I learned something. Did you? I, I really wish I didn't, but I did. <laughs> God, oh, God. Uh, but Zach, you kind of already briefly went into it earlier, but well, I was just going to clarify it just in mm -hmm. case. So your true intro into the casting was really just through RIT and Toracon, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It was mainly through just like watching episode after episode of Naruto with my buddies yeah. and then just falling in love with this Rock Lee guy. I'm like, yo, he's so dope. Oh my God. He's, he speaks to my spirit. Yeah. Like I need to, I don't know. I need, I need to do something because I love martial arts. You know, I, I love animation and drawing and it's a big, like huge part of my life to this day. Yeah. And I think my friends really recognized that and noticed it and right. were like, Hey, have you ever seen anime before? And I'm like, I've seen like bits and pieces of it growing up. Yeah. Um, but I was always a Looney Tunes kid. So when people are like, oh my God, did you watch like DBZ and Sailor Moon and this and that and the other thing? I'm like, I probably watched like a few episodes of DBZ. I watched Pokemon mostly, but uh, I like Cartoon Network and Looney Tunes. It's pretty much all I got. Honestly, <laughs> real. Yeah, I was a <laughs> pinky in the brain child. So it's like, I am yes. right up there with you. <laughs> yes. And oh my God, yo, Animaniacs and Freakazoid and pinky in the brain. Oh my God. No. Grade, grade A media. Bring it back, Hollywood or whatever. If you're <laughs> listening right now, please, come on. You're going to remake something. Remake that. Honestly. Animation <laughs> booming. <laughs> Bring back animation in full. Bring back my Saturday morning cartoons. That is what I truly miss. Because those were, like, you oh. would talk about these shows, like, fucking Shaolin Showdown. And I'm just oh, like, God. that is a relic left in the past. And I'm just like, mm. it was so good. Please bring it back. Please. Please. I need a job. I'm an animator. Come on. <laughs> give me more money so I can make more things draw and, and move. Please. Thank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the con scene, it was Toracon was the first one. And I'm like, this is a convention because, right. you know, most of them, most of the like attractions, quote unquote, mm. are like taking place in buildings that like I, I go to school in them. Right. <laughs> so I'm like walking through the art building and they're like, the panel is going to start downstairs in this room. And I'm like, isn't that where the art history stuff is? Oh, wait, <laughs> this is the weekend and people want to have fun. Okay, I'll be upstairs doing my work. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. And then I think, um, so right after that, I think Otakon was like the first official one that I went to. And right. then that became like the yearly thing mm -hmm. until KatsuCon rolled around. Right. And then once KatsuCon rolled around, then I'm like, MAGFest, what is this amazing thing? Oh, yeah. And now it's just been MAGFest. <laughs> And honestly, it's like MAGFest is the place to go. And it's like, it's MAGFest, the the, the biggest like ways that I can like always split them up is saying that like MAGFest is meant more if you're more casual in the scene. Like mm -hmm. Katsu is always like the glorified like cosplay ball. People bring out their best. They want photo yeah. shoots. Everything is super crowded, but it's only catered towards cosplayers. Whereas yeah. MAGFest, it's like 
it's the perfect blend of what I do, which is like I party, I drink, mm-hmm. I just want to have a good time. Sometimes I just want to play video games and sometimes I want to <laughs> cosplay. And most of the times I am in the corner playing Final Fantasy VIII by myself and I'm like, nobody talk to me. And, Hell yeah. <laughs> and it is amazing. It's like sometimes that's all you want to do. It's so great. That convention is anytime I actually will. If there's been a few times where people are like, yo, what is this convention thing? I want to come. Yeah. And I'm like, MAGFest. Go yeah. to MAGFest. MAGFest is the best. It's music and gaming. You know, you can dress up if you want to. If yeah. not, you can just fucking people watch. In fact, like this year, we brought like a buddy of mine, Corey. It was like first convention he's ever been to. Yeah. And he's like, MAGFest is dope. I fucking love it. It's a party. He's, we went into the, yeah. the gaming hall where they have all the consoles, like in that huge fucking airplane hangar size hallway. And he's like, yo, do they have tech in here? I'm like, do they have tech in? Excuse you? You can leave right now. They have tech. They have like all over, ask the people at the library in the middle where they have tech in probably for every gaming system you've ever wanted. Oh, yeah, literally. Like you just ask them. They will supply it in like three seconds. The best part. Beautiful. Masterful. I love it. So, yeah, that's that's. And I mean, you know me. I'm always like just running around. Katsu, oh, yeah. not Katsukan, Magfest as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's always a fucking good time, and it's twenty four seven. Like, holy shit, four a.m. You still up? Fucking go play games. Fucking go find your friends, chill in the corner playing card games. Fuck, go drinking and running around the gazebo area. Oh yeah, I I mean that's like my favorite favorite part about fucking. Magfest, because it's just like no matter what, especially since like in where the video games are, it is like like you said, it's like an airplane hangar size, but there's also no windows, so mm-hmm. you never know what time it is when you're playing games. <laughs> like you better hope your phone is charged so you can occasionally check it and be like, oh, it's six a.m. Because that <laughs> happened to me once. I was like sitting there, I brought my drinks in, I'm like chilling, drinking, having a good time, playing Mario Party with my friends, Mario Kart yelling at people halfway through and like saying hi <laughs> and then like we check our phones and we're like oh it's 6 a.m <laughs> and then so we're just like how did this happen like we've been in this room since like 7 p.m last night so we walk oh, out God. and we fully see the breakfast buffet start opening up <laughs> and, <laughs> and i was just like oh we fucked up but also at this point i'm still drunk and so i'm like hey what if- <laughs> what if we got breakfast and everybody's like joe what are you talking about we haven't slept and i was like yeah but you know we could eat and they're like "Mm, you're right and so (laughs) with the moment they open we are like the first five people to sit down and just i am like drunk i'm going through the omelets like crazy i'm like "Eh, they're free and so And, like, the people are looking at us like, who are these crazy people? Why are they still up? I'm like, I haven't slept. (laughs) (laughs) I've been drinking since 1 a.m., and now it's 6, and I want an omelet. So, don't give me guff. I want to sit down and eat. Give me my three-egg omelet. Like, very (laughs) tired. And, like, I'm... I vividly remember, because all of us have not slept, that I was okay. I was eating. I was having my fill. Mm-hmm. And then my one friend, like, was so exhausted, he started falling asleep in the middle of eating his omelet. Oh, and my, my other friend was like, no, you can't do that. And, like, would, would pick up his head up <laughs> and then be like, I'm going to cut your eggs for you and feed it to you. Because <laughs> we have to at least finish the food before we leave. 
And he was like, okay. And so he was mama burning it into a fucking tired friend's mouth. Like, you have to imagine, like, half of these people just walked into their shift and they were just like, what the hell is going on here? Oh my God. And I'm just like, don't ask questions. Give me more eggs. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a nightmare. (laughs) Bring me eggs. Bring me eggs. This is a buffet? <laughs> yes. Then bring me the eggs. <laughs> They're just like, all right, sir, here you go. And at one point, I kept going up oh so God. often that the man would see me approach, and he's like, don't even tell me your order. I know what you want. And like he would start <laughs> making it on the spot, and I was like, sir, this is only my third time up here. He's like, I know you're going to come back. And I was like, mm, you're right. <laughs> you're good at your job, sir. You, you deserve a raise and a two-week paid vacation to Hawaii. <laughs> Honestly, he really did. He was the MVP, and then I never went to that breakfast buffet ever again. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. The eggs thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's why, like, okay. <laughs> it's, like, this. it's, like, the perfect reason why MAGFest is, like, a great intro con, because it's, mm-hmm. it's not heavy leaning in any one aspect. It's, like, it touches yeah. all the bases for everybody, but I also wish more cons would just embrace just having like a huge, huge room twenty four seven dedicated to gaming. Yeah, because it's so smart. It's so it smart. is. It's it's genius, and I think that's what makes Magfest so awesome. Yeah. Is because like, you know, in Katsucon, you don't have those giant airplane hangers open all the time no. for like because it's mostly consistent of artist alley and um the vendors right and then maybe like registration maybe they'll have signings in there for like you know guests or whatever um but fucking it, there's so much room in there it spreads everybody out right. so you're not like walking around like holy crap i'm so claustrophobic right especially if there are people who are actually dressing up like things like big hulking things they have to walk around and like go around these crowds of people but fucking that's why magfest is just so great it's open it's like chill but it can be fucking hardcore party party oh yeah i always i always because you were talking about the people working at like the buffet place mm-hmm. like i always wonder what they think about these conventions the people who are there if they're like hardcore been there for like 20 years they know it and then they have like that one newbie every so often who's just like yo it's the first time i've seen this and then they're just like well gg you better get your ass in gear because you're <laughs> people online at 6 a.m asking for eggs honestly yeah i mean it, it's funny because like over at like I was asking them, I was like, what do you guys think about the conventions that happen here? And like all of them mm-hmm. are just like, you guys bring us money. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it. I <laughs> respect, respect. Right. All, money over everything. Money over everything. And, and that is literally like why they're just so happy to see these like cons happen. Like I remember, who was it? It was like, it was Katsu. Yeah, it was literally this past Katsu. Was mm-hmm. it Katsu or Magfest? It was Katsu. I don't know. Time's a concept. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so it was, it was something in that godforsaken building. And so I remember, like, we were coming back from, like, the uh, the Wyndham Suites, and we were coming back in. It was, like, 3 a.m. or something. And I was, like, screaming at my friends because it's cold outside, and I'm, like, screaming, let's go, lesbians, let's go, even though there are fully five, like, heterosexual males behind me. <laughs> 
Like, I was just like, whatever. I don't care. Let's go. And they're like, yeah, let's go. And so we get, we get stopped in the middle of, like, in the lobby. And the security guard at first, she's, like, more concerned to be like, please don't run in this lobby. But she's like, she's like, baby, 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 stop. Where you going? And I was like, baby, I'm going up to my room. And she's like, Mm-mm, not like that. I was like, don't worry. I'm walking. I'm in a hurry. I got to be in a costume tomorrow, a.k.a. I got to sleep. She's like, what you wearing? And I was just like, <laughs> and I, like, I told her, which is not a secret anymore. I was like, Miss Piggy. And she was just like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. I'm going to let you go. But these fools, they don't know, right? I was like, no, they don't know. She's like, all right. So when y'all see him tomorrow, I need an appearance fee. I'm taking 5% of the cut. And then I'm going to let you guys go. And she was just, she was in it to win it. Like, she was so, she she was just like, oh, these people aren't like, you're like hoity-toity people. Like, they're not like people that like go to like, let's say business conferences. Like, we can Mm. have fun with them. Hell um, yes. And so oh, that's was, so funny. So she Yo. she she made my like entire week. <laughs> <laughs> All it takes is that one interaction. You're like, this is gold. I'm gonna remember this forever. Honestly. Yeah. Dude, that Miss Piggy outfit. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. My God. So you- Joe, God bless you. <laughs> God bless everything that you are everything <laughs> that you stand for because we stand miss piggy this i the the hardest thing was trying not to tell everybody that i was doing miss <laughs> piggy because like i don't know if i haven't or not if I, so the origin story about miss piggy and how it oh, happened please. yes i need to hear this so i was i was at my company's holiday party and i remember they were like it's like oh we're doing like drink tickets and i was like whatever i'll find my way around this and i like befriended every pregnant lady and i stole their drink tickets because like you don't need it <laughs> and they were like you're right i don't thanks and so i was like <laughs> and so by the end of the night i pretty much have like two bottles in me and like I was like, I'm not drunk. And then mm. immediately me after saying that, I take myself to like a Sticky's finger joint and like I'm like devouring, <laughs> like just like the vampire killer. Oh, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> fucking love that place. It's so oh my God. fucking good. And so like, at, and then anyways, I'm like at home and like it's still very early in the night. It's only like 11. And so I'm just mm. like cackling to myself. I'm like on like, I forget where I was. I think I was on Twitter. And I started laughing. There was something about Miss Piggy. And I was like, Miss Piggy, it's very funny. And then, like, <laughs> and I was like, wait, I can be Miss Piggy. <laughs> and that is how we spiraled two months before Katsu to bring this whole thing. And so immediately I hit up my friend Jenny, who is my Han Coco on IG. Like, immediately, the moment I have this thought, I speed type to her and I'm like, hey, I have a concept. She's like, tell me. And I was like, hear me out. Miss Piggy and Kermit. And she's like, okay. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't finish. But Fashion Nova. <laughs> and she was like, yes. And I was like, you know who you are, right? She's like, I'm Kermit, right? And I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's like, I'm absolutely it. <laughs> That's a ride or die friend right there. I don't know who you are, but I applaud you. She's <laughs> like, I know who I am. And it's a yes for me. And so, like, immediately, that entire, like, it, it happened, like, so fast. Like, the moment I got confirmation from her, I literally dr- ran to uh, my friend Topher, Topher Oriel, and was literally like, hey, I submitted a request for a photo shoot. We're really good friends, so I just hope that you accept it. So he never, 
he didn't read it initially and he was like mm-hmm. oh it's from you yeah i was like we're friends so we can be flexible with the time frame and i was like yeah whatever tofer i just want to do the shoot with you specifically mm-hmm. and so then and then after i message him i like go on aliexpress and i buy myself some titties and i was like <laughs> i'm good and then so all of this felt like a fever dream to me because i vaguely remember doing this oh my god <laughs> and so i get a message from tofer the next day and he was like pause what and i was like what do you mean he's like i originally accepted the request because it was from you and i was like yeah he's like but i never read the request (laughs) so so when he what a surprise so when he fully reads it and he's like fashion because i literally wrote fashion nova miss piggy and kermit but in the style of a vogue photo shoot and he was like what And I was like, listen, you're either in or you're in. <laughs> it was just like. You already said yes, dog. You're too deep. <laughs> he was like, I said yeah, so I guess we're doing this. Got him. <laughs> and oh I, my God. I originally, like, this was just, this was supposed to just please drunk me <laughs> more than anything else. I So I was, like, so happy with the, the end result oh. when I was like, fully in miss piggy it was like the funniest experience watching like it just unfold it made it made me jelly that i didn't at least just go to katsu (laughs) just witness it at least once in person and be like oh my god what yeah i i vivid so it's very because the process of being like prepping for miss piggy was funny because it took much longer than we needed it to be. <laughs> Originally, I, I can do my makeup in like two, three hours, depending on like what's going on. But like this mm. one was a four hour process for, let me tell you, no reason. No good reason. There was no good reason. <laughs> it's not because of the nose, not because of the end. Yeah, Nothing. I could have no done all of that in two and a half hours max. The reason why it took four hours, because halfway through, I was feeling the Miss Piggy fantasy. And oh, then no. you my... savor it. <laughs> I was literally like, mind you, I at this point I am in just like the body shape wear and like oh, no God. wig, so I look insane. <laughs> I look insane, and so my friend Lucy, uh, who goes by um, uh, Rainbow Rex on IG, she was literally Lucia, like, Lucia. she's like, I love Lucy. Oh, she she's a dream, <laughs> the OG, and, <laughs> and so she literally looks at me. She's like, you know what this needs because there's two women in this bathroom now. And I was like, what you want? She's like, the pussycat dolls. (laughs) Yes! So immediately, she was the pussycat dolls. Let me tell you, we were just feeling ourselves for a full hour. We stopped everything. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yes, good. I applause this. And everybody was like, Joe, when are you going to come to the con? I was like, I don't think you understand. We're having a party here. We're going full pussycat mode. You don't understand. It's a big thing. Come to the room. Literally, like, come to the room. Enjoy this if you want. This is the party. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. That's great. That it, Hell yes. Hell fucking yes. That's what cosplay is about, is fucking feeling yourself. That's, like, that's all it really is. I'm literally, like, the, the best part about cosplay is, like, just doing something for yourself and just, like, living in that moment that more than anything else. Because mm-hmm. the moment you do it for somebody else, you're just like, mm, did I really want to do this? Like, this doesn't feel yeah. right. And I'm just like, oh, that's the worst feeling that I, I don't want anybody to experience. 
yeah yeah it's no fun you have to have something that speaks to you and it's like there's no rules there's no rules no. you can just as long as you enjoy it as long as you love it fucking do it do it and do it big like that's it that is the best it. and and that's why like i i like like literally like just did miss piggy for me and like the internet like reception for it was just like <laughs> everybody lost their shit collectively and i was like i i did this for me but i'm glad you're all enjoying the show <laughs> Oh my god, 100. percent It's so wonderful. Every everyone's gonna feel that like, like yeah, I I have put a lot of passion into this. I want to have fun and like, they if you feel it, you feel it subconsciously almost, if not directly, because you just run around being like, hey, fuck yeah, like, oh yeah. And people, let me tell you, the moment I hit the con floor, like, uh, they all lost their shit. They all yes. collectively lost their shit because originally the moment we left the room. We went downstairs into the basement of the Gaylord to immediately record the TikTok video. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was immediately, like, once we leave the room, elevator down, gym. People were <laughs> fully working out. Um, <laughs> fully. Shout out to oh Castle Cosplay, who was with his partner, I think. I don't know. I might be saying things that aren't true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they were they were both working out, and, like, they were the first people, like, right by the treadmills and like we walk in fully glammed up and oh like they God. look immediately at us and they're like what's going on <laughs> and i'm just like who's you what and we're just like um we're recording tiktoks uh we'll be done in like five minutes i promise you <laughs> and, like, and like i remember like as we're recording the tiktok like one girl like she walks past the mirror because it's like fully glass so you can look mm. into the gym and yeah. so she she walks past she looks to our left, sees us on the treadmill, and then she does a double take, and then she starts <laughs> banging on the glass, like freaking out. And she's like, "Miss <laughs> and I was just like, "What is going on, bitch? We're we're doing TikTok right now. You messing up the shot." <laughs> it, it was insane. That's and, wonderful. And even like as we got to the con floor, it was just people randomly yelling at me, Miss Piggy, but like mm. but like it, in true con fashion because it's such a big space, like it just feels like people are just screaming for like from distances that I don't know where. <laughs> so like just looking around, where where are they? Where? Where God, God? Jesus? Jesus? Is that is, you? Is that you? <laughs> so I'm looking around frantically and I can't pinpoint the voices sometimes and <laughs> And for some people, they like they straight up didn't know it was me. Like some people yelling were like my friends, and they were like, wow. "Joe, that's you." I was like, "Yes, it's me. It's me. It's moi. Kermi, Kermi, are you there?" Like oh. I was just going through it. <laughs> that's magical. I love that. I fucking love that. It's Holy shit. Yeah, there's no better feeling. I f like that's so gratifying to like that first walk out onto the floor oh my of the God. con, yes. wearing your costume. It could be like the first time you put it on, could be like the hundredth time you put it on. But honestly, if you're proud of it, you got you step out on that floor. People are like, holy shit, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's like it's always funny because it's like I always get like a little anxious when I first leave the room because I'm mm. like. Because you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. I'm in a hotel. Even though you know you're at a con. You know you're at a con. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like the weirdest oh, yeah. thing. And you're just like, 
all right, we're going to step out of the room now. And so I step out of the room and I'm like, oh, I don't like, and usually you're in the hotel, like, corridor. So in the first few moments, you're like, hmm, was this the right decision? <laughs> did did God tell me, put on this wig and makeup, you'll feel right. And I was like, mm, I don't know. And it's only until I hit the con floor specifically that I'm like, ah, I'm with my people. <laughs> like it's part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, it's God's plan, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I have that. I I feel that with a lot of the cosplays I've done, but no more gratifying feeling and and feeling of like out of placeness to start yeah. is when I'm dressed up like Scyther. Cause like holy sh- again, that whole like play aspect of it. When I put the fucking stuff on, I can't walk around like a normal human being. I just right. need to I want to walk around like a dinosaur and scream at people. That's oh, yeah. what, I, what I was built for, <laughs> this outfit. So the second I fucking go out the door of the hotel room, I'm just like strutting down the hallway, head bobbing. And then people are just, in, the first interaction immediately melts all my like, is this goofy is this too weird is this too over the top so i was like holy shit scyther and i just make a dinosaur noise and keep walking and that yep. first reaction of them going holy shit <laughs> like yes all right i'm i'm in this now i'm so comfortable honestly yeah like it it, it literally is that first interaction that you're like oh, people are enjoying this as much as I am. Like, mm-hmm. I feel kind of, like, validated and, like, doing what I, like, wanted to do. Because it's, like, I've, I always mentioned it. It's, like, it's an icebreaker for me. So it's, like, whether that icebreaker mm-hmm. is, like, for example, you yelling at people because I yell at people in costume all the time. <laughs> I yell at people in costume, and I don't know what six gratification I get from it, but I do. It's great. It's oh, great. Yeah. I tell people all the time, I was, like, if I wasn't a cosplayer, I'd be a drag queen, but I'm too lazy for that. So here we are <laughs> showing up in costume, like, three times a year. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Living out the fantasy somehow. Living the fantasy, babe. <laughs> and, and and so it's just like that first interaction really can set the tone for your like entire day um mm. and, it, and it's something as simple as like somebody just like just compliment or like you hear in the distance like oh shit is that scyther and you're like yeah yeah that's me i did that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it's it's so much fun i think the creepiest cosplay i've done that like got it because I thought of it from what you said, like the that first reaction someone gets. Yeah. I dressed up like um, Dragon Sage Kabuto from fucking Naruto. Ooh. One year, I had a white Zentai. I went all out on this fucking shit. And Zentais are stretchy and they're like right. semi, especially the white one, it's like semi-see-through. So yeah. it's like a little translucent. So I put like white patches of just fabric like mm-hmm. circular pieces in a scale pattern because he's supposed to be like a giant snake right. dragon thing and the way it came out i had the fucking giant like plush snake coming out of my stomach, stomach? And, ah! the top, and i had the fucking white hair and the glasses and i even had the mouth of the zentai like cut so that like my real mouth showed through but it looked yeah. fucking creepy as sin and i that was the only cosplay i didn't get a lot of gratification from people like yo that's fucking sick i would pass by people and i'd hear them going what yes! 
<laughs> dude like people be like that's fucking terrifying because rightfully so it was and that made me feel happy too oh like, yeah yes, i did a good job he's supposed to be a creep and i creep people out Oh yeah, Dragon Bless. Sage Kabuto is an insane design to come out of like Fucking the Naruto wild. universe. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, I need to do this. I did Scyther, I can make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is easy compared to that. Like, this a, is a nothing. Cold, dead stare in my eyes, like I'm going to do this, and it's and it's going to be magnificent. <laughs> and I've never worn it since. They <laughs> <laughs> gotta bring that bad boy out again. Please oh. do. It is yeah. so good. I'm surprised I've never seen photos of that yet. But probably because you wore it once, it's like never to be seen again. Yeah, I'm not. I think that's that's one thing that I've never really like gotten used to yet. Mm-hmm. Is like the whole, you know, having a photo shoot. Yeah. Like anytime I've been in a photo shoot, it's been like Sarah organizing it or yeah. one of her friends. Like if I'm in a group of people, right. it's somebody else organizing it. Like I did. Uh, Kotetsu from Tiger and Bunny when yeah. Sarah was uh, Barnaby and like like you know she organized that or right. um, Lauren hashtag uh, Hibri was yeah. we were all doing like um, what was it Adventure Time I forget if it was if it was, it was Laura or if it was um, if it was Sarah that organized it either one of them did but like it's always yeah. one of my buddies who's like so I never really thought like maybe I should do that for myself. <laughs> at least once or especially since i know dope photographers like sarah and yeah. neil and mm-hmm. you know and mallow and etc cetera, etc cetera. but uh, who knows that's probably why i haven't seen it i am terrible at posting like cosplay stuff i don't know what it is i gotta start doing it i gotta start posting stuff on instagram because i think the process is it's always what instant like interests people because that's always what is interesting to me see how somebody builds yeah like their thing especially with something like you know scyther that whole fucking mask i bet people will be dying to just at least take a look at what it's like to construct something like that honestly yeah because you really like every time i see like the the mobility itself (laughs) in the mask is insane i haven't seen most people do that so i was like oh <laughs> zach really snapped <laughs> bless yeah bless that's more incentive another thing on the list that i gotta start doing after after this after we're well, not after this but like before this podcast is uh put up online maybe i'll start like putting stuff up on my instagram yeah. to raise the hype <laughs> Oh, yeah. But I mean, honestly, like managing social media is like so wild sometimes. I was like, I don't even know how I do it at the time, like how I'm still yeah. on my online space. <laughs> it's it's a it's a job. I remember a buddy of mine is just like saturation, 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 saturation. You got to like post a lot, post often, post like specific times during the day. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you're going to start to garner a following. Because especially like, you know, the city areas, Mm -hmm. if you do something that's specific, that's like a niche, even outside of cosplay, like that's super key, especially if you're in the arts, like people need to see your stuff and see it often. So that way, when they think of an idea, like, hey, I want an animator for something or, hey, I would like a costume design. They'll have your name or someone, you know, any of the artists, me, like they'll have us at the top of the list. In right. your brain <laughs> be like oh i should contact that person and then we get the monies for it yay 
and then we monetize their hobbies and then we just black hole <laughs> really oh, like <laughs> it, it is it is insane i was like if there's anything like social media has taught people is like literally how to work in marketing which is like yeah insane of a thought for me to think about i was just like what like you <laughs> you really have to like know like because it's like if i have accidentally switched my instagram profile to a business account i forgot how i did it but i did it by pure accident and oh my god so instagram will give you all these insights on like who's your following like how much of the percentage are male and female like what times are they active with you and engaged with you and like how many like impressions you have i was like this is a nightmare for like somebody who just wants to do this very casually <laughs> like it can, it can seem very overwhelming i can totally see that <laughs> oh yeah i was like i don't need this i literally only post maybe twice a week <laughs> mondays for my podcast <laughs> fridays for me like <laughs> other than that i really don't care yeah it's like a full-time job. You have to like manage everything. That the, the whole like looking after your following is. Oh my god. Woo! It's, it's too much. I can't even manage myself to go to get my twice a year dental visit. What makes you think I want to do this? <laughs> oh my god! I'm so bad it's at so it. It's so real, though. It's so real. Like I'm just like no, my teeth are fine. They're we'll fine. figure it out. And then it's like you should use your dental benefits. I was like, um, hmm. like your vision too. I was like, uh-huh, I got glasses. <laughs> like, I'm fine. I can see. All right, whatever. Yeah, I'm like mm, God has blessed me another day with vision. When shit hits the fan, then we'll worry. <laughs> you got. I pray that don't happen. That's that's the worst fucking uh, way to learn shit is once all the shit hits the fan. <laughs> like, oh, great. Now I need to do something. Oh, honestly, uh, yeah. That is like me when I had my appendix taken out. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> so <yeah>. anyways. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. We're not going to talk about that. Mm. Nah, not yet. There, <laughs> Another podcast. There, there's fun stories that is actually related to the content with my appendix. But <laughs> oh my god, yes, I definitely need to stay tuned for that story. Please, please stay tuned. It's yes, fun. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, Zach, we've come to the end. Oh my god, there's just so much more. You're right. The fucking hour just goes by. It's nuts. It's insane. Nobody ever anticipates it. I barely do. <laughs> I, like, literally, if I didn't have a timer on the side, like, being like, uh, are we at the time limit? Like, I mm. could keep going by pure accident. Yeah. I feel like that's how you get all these really ridiculously long podcasts is people just, they're just having fun shooting the shit. And they're like, I'll, it'll be done when it's done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the maker. I decide <laughs> when we end. Uh, but, oh, Zach, is there anything you'd like to promote? Oh, my God. I have, Yeah. <laughs> A lot. Go. So many things. So Do many it. Things. You could. I mean, you could follow me on Instagram. Um, uh, Ninja Dude seventy three. It's. It sounds like it's from those AIM days and Instant Messenger. And you're totally right. Yeah. <laughs> I post art and animation, and who knows? I'll probably post some podcasts and some voice acting stuff too. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. There's that. I work on a TV show called uh, Our Cartoon President. It's a CBS Showtime affiliate check it out my name's in the credits and it's super cool and it's really funny they make fun of the government it's great 
And um, last but most importantly, me and uh, two friends of mine are coming up with a board game. Hence why I dress up like a crab randomly at conventions. We have a crustacean-themed board game called Boiling Point, where <laughs> everyone's a crab or a lobster, and you have to escape a boiling pot from, uh, you know, in, in the kitchen. It's pretty great. Go to uh, Boiling Point Game on Instagram or on Facebook. And I think the website is boilingpoint.anobastudios.com. So check that out. We'll be dropping a Kickstarter super soon. That's like a whole other story is, you know, trying to promote, not trying, promoting a game that you're creating at the cons. Like, hell yes. We're we oh, making that money. We're making that crab money. Hell yeah. And let me tell you, in-person marketing is like the best thing you can do, especially like in a niche as specific as MAGFest where it, there is tabletop oh, yeah. gaming. Like that is the oh, perfect yeah. market. Because when I first saw you, I was like, is that just being a crab to be a crab? <laughs> 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 and, then, and then later I went to <laughs> Instagram <laughs> and I was like, no he's promoting <laughs> uh it would still be shit i do though I, I know that's why i literally did not think twice about it i was like it's just zach and then Hell yeah. and then double check is like huh no it's <laughs> there's a purpose but it wouldn't surprise me i'm totally gonna be making a uh like a chef and a crab themed like hardcore cosplay too because oh fuck yes i mean i love that crab outfit but mm -hmm. like i want to do it I want to do something crazy, so keep keep your eyes peeled for that shit as well. That's going to be fucking hot. <laughs> oh, I absolutely will. Oh, what a goddamn treat having Zach on today. Mm. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe. You're the best. You always are. But as always, you can ask us any questions for myself or my guest to answer on the podcast at curiouscat.me slash playing dress up. Keep the questions coming. Um, we have some, but I'm waiting for some cosplayers to come on and answer them. So don't worry. There is one question that is very specific. We're going to wait. <laughs> so hang <laughs> tight for like three weeks. I don't know. Time's a concept. I always say that. So anyways, <laughs> if you... <laughs> <laughs> Times are relevant. Don't worry Times about it. It's, it's fine. Live your life. Do it up. Smoke some cigars. <laughs> I don't know. Live your best life. But anyways, if you love this podcast, you can like it. You can rate it. You can subscribe. And the only reason I say that is because visibility is important. And I mean, I don't know. Put it on Instagram. I don't know. I'll scream about it Help every you. Monday. <laughs> Share that shit. You guys know what's up. Anyways, bye. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs>